welcome to the Real Movement Podcast. Uh, I'm Lucas Aaron. You know me as Range of Strength on the Real Movement platform. And I have with me here today, uh, Connor Desmond, uh, one of our Real Movement members. He's been with us for quite some time now and has had some massive, massive progress in the last few months. And, uh, you know, bringing him on uh, the podcast, topic, talking about like how this evolution came to be uh, for him. Um, what he's working on, uh, what he believes in, what we're moving has done for him, all that, all that good stuff. Um, uh, super excited to dive into some conversation with him on this. So, uh, without any further ado, Connor Desmond, the stoic juggler. How you doing, brother? You. Very, very well. Thank you for having me. This is epic. I'm uh, real pumped to share my story and have a great chat with you. So let's get into it. Awesome. Thanks for uh, taking some time with me today. Um, yeah, like I, I want, you, you've had a really big, uh, quarter, like the last three months watching you, um, really develop into, you know, you've been on the mentorship now for, for some time and, uh, just really find your, your worthy ideal. Like, you know, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to go hard at this. And, uh, you know, it's been amazing watching you grow into that. Um, I thought it would be cool to kind of kick things off and talk about how you found real movement and like how that came to be. Yeah. So I found real movement from a guy called Guy Lawrence, who was, who owns a, or he used to own 180 nutrition. Um, my mom used to buy his protein powders and it's a bit of a long story there, but he essentially left the 180 nutrition, developed his own company, uh, let it in where he was he's teaching breath work, meditation, and uh, things like that. And he had a workshop at the farm gym in Nambour. And I just went along and saw this gym. And I was like, wow, this is epic. Like this is, and that, that was my dream for a long time to have a farm gym. Like I saw that thing. I was like, changed my view on what a gym could be. Like my thought of what a gym was, was like an anytime fitness, a snap or, you know, the, 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 the Globo gyms. And so that opened my eyes a lot. And then, uh, there was something else that happened as well. I um, I think like it, I kind of went away from that for a little bit, but then, oh, where did I go? I went somewhere else to another one. Um, oh yeah, I went to a, a breath, another breath, an ice bath workshop in Brisbane with Ben Murphy, who had witnessed the fitness, and he had cooler at the time. And then I was like, I saw him wearing a real movement shirt, and I was like, hey man, I've seen this real movement thing. Like I started following them after the farm gym. I saw real movement i saw keegan so i'm doing fireball juggling i was like what is this and so i'm doing handstands like what the hell is this and it's just so eye-catching and so amazing when you first see it and you're like wow like this is possible for anyone and that's the sort of message that that comes along with it and and then i was like how do i get part of this real movement thing at that time it wasn't really what it is now it was it was you know i guess uh in the transition phase and so he was like well i don't know there's like not, not really much to do, but you come train with us. And so I went train with them afterwards. And then I went into Brisbane strength and movement with Ezra and trained there. And I was like, again, blown away. Like, what is this gym? Like, this is epic. Like, it's not like, it kind of looks like CrossFit, but it's not like the training was different. And there was something about it. And I was like, fuck, I really need to like get more into this. I need to see more about it. And that's when I started juggling. That's when they were showing me juggling. And I remember being amazed by one of the guys. He was like, Oh, check this out. And he, he threw two balls behind his back and then went into three ball juggle. And that blew my mind. I was like, how, like, 
that's great. I was like, how long have you been juggling, bro? He's like, oh, two years. I was like, sweet. Okay, I'm, I can be there in two years. <laughs> and um, it was so good to be able to see that progression, like where everyone else was at. Like Ben at the time was doing five ball juggling. And I was like, this is nuts. Like these, this, just these like jack dudes own the gym, like do breath work, like <laughs> the ice bars and, and they're juggling. It's, and it, it, it was this culture that immediately I was drawn to. And yeah. basically from that day on, I was like committed to juggling. I went, bought, bought some balls and I was just kind of taught, taught myself in my room. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It's like one of those things where you're like off, you're thrown off guard at first because you're like, this isn't any time fitness, but it seems more natural than it, <laughs> you know? So you're like, then you're like, oh man, I need to be doing this. This is like, this is way more human. Like it's intimidating because of the things that you can like things that like, you know, a lot of the sort of members can do, but it's also achievable as well. Like yeah. CrossFit can be intimidating. Like, Oh my God, look how look how hard, like they're full, they're puffed, they're huge. They're like the, the workouts look so intense and intimidating. You're like, geez, I don't know if I really want to be part of this. At least I don't know if I can keep it up for very long, but at least when you, when you, when you see real movement, you go, geez, like these people are doing epic, epic feats of, skills you know flexibility of strength but it's so achievable as well and yeah. i think that's that's a big difference yeah i think it's the it's also the, the deep deeper dive into the practice right it's like i don't just want to learn or execute a workout as hard and as fast as possible i want to understand it um i want to know the skills and the progression you know, and that's when like your mind's like, boom, boom, starts firing and you're like, oh, this is how you press or this is how you do a handstand or mm -hmm. this is a different way to do it. And it's like, you know, you're, yeah, there's just so much growth in that approach to it. Um, that's sure. cool, man. Yeah. That's really cool. So you started kind of just getting um, involved in the community and the culture and then you started coaching at some point. When was that? So I... Went to a gym in the sunny coast, just some random gym, and out there was a guy called Todd Jarrett. He was doing a, a, a coaching thing, a coaching mentorship program. And um, so Coach Jarrett uh, taught me a lot. I saw him coach at this thing. He was doing one, and then I was like, I need to be part of this. And so I, I jumped on his socials and um, started following him and then essentially joined his mentorship program. And, and that mentorship program was the next one was launched out of Exalto. And that's how I met Jordan Potts. And then when I was there with him every Tuesday, we were learning about all sort of sports science stuff and, um, you know, deeper into it. Like Todd's got a pretty well, very well-rounded, well uh, like sort of knowledge base. And, um, you know, it was into like business. It was into um, meditation and things like that. But yeah, I was, I was hanging out with Jordan Potts every Tuesday at this thing at Exalto and, I, f I fell in love with the gym as soon as I walked in. Again, it was one of those things like, wow, this, this place is epic. Like he's created such an amazing facility there. It's just, you know, we, 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 we nickname it the ministry of gains. Cause it's just like <laughs> something about being in that place is like, makes you want to do more, makes you want to be more and like get better. And, um, and also having him around as well. He's such a good, an inspiration. So just hanging out with him, I was like, man, how do I get involved? Like, you know, I want to come shadow some classes. And then I just started, I started shadowing him coaching and then I joined up to the adult program and just started training with him as well. So, um, just basically spent as much time as I possibly could at the gym and that sort of snowballed one thing into another going from a shadowing coach 
and a, and a, a, men, a member to a shadowing coach and a paid coach. And then, what, nearly probably like 10 months down the track it's been now. Um, now I'm a, you know, all my income's coming from, from Exalto. It's, I'm like full-time coach, like leadership role of the adults, no more shadowing, take the juniors uh, once a week. And it's just turned into a, like a, a, a full-time job for me, basically. Uh, alongside what I'm doing with my stock juggler business as well, um, it's, it's snowboarded into something truly epic and some place I didn't think I was, it was possible to do in that short amount of time. And, and yeah, it's come, it's come to reality. That's amazing, man. And so like that really all came from mentoring and apprenticing, mentoring and apprenticing, mentoring, apprenticing, practicing, shadowing and learning from those that were leading, you know, over and over and over again and earning your, earning your role. Like you proved yourself, but you showed up to the classes, you showed up to the shadowing, you showed up to, and you, you earned it, right? Like you didn't just write, I guess, whatever it costs to do a certification online or whatever now. And, you know, no one knows who you are and you go into the gym and you're like, okay, I'm a trainer now because I wrote this exam. Yeah. And yeah. now I'm going to, you know, it for someone like Exalto and Jordan and his crew to like create a system like that is like massive, like for them. Cause they know like when they bring a coach on like you, you've done the work and you've showed up time and time again, you've proved, and that makes you feel like, okay, I'm, I'm in a position of empowerment now. And, and I, you know what I mean? Like I have control. I feel really good about what I'm doing and like, you just keep growing and kind of bring it to that next level. That's, that's amazing, man. That's, that's really cool to hear. Like, like I've been watching you, you know, when I jumped on real movement and uh, started connecting with you, you were already like at exalt. So I don't know what stage that would have been like, cause I've been a real movement now for it's coming on to a year. So you probably were in those, you said 10 months there, like you were just like starting out and stuff like, you know, doing all that, that build up stuff. And it's really kind of blossomed into where you are right now. And it's been, uh, it's been epic, epic, epic. Yeah. To see. Um, I do want to dive into like one thing that you communicate really well. And like, I really, you know, outside of like, you know, being in a tribe with you and like, you know, the community and the training and all that stuff is like the, the stoicism work that you're doing and you're diving deep into, um, like that's been very helpful, for, helpful for me. Um, so I just want to kind of like dive into that. Like how has it helped you? How did that start? Um, you know, how did, how did that kind of blossom into like, where you are right now with it like it's, it's in your name like it's in your tag like stoic juggler and and you've done my like arm. really good posts <laughs> yeah there you go tattooed right on the arm um yeah but yeah like your uh instagram uh posts around it uh it's a really clear message with you like it's something that i wish i could get deeper into myself like because i believe in it so much and it's helped me get through a lot of tough times man and uh yeah you've uh like that's a really big role and a big thing with you. Like how did you get involved in that kind of like being something that you're like, I'm going to share this with the world and I'm going to lead in this. Like how did that kind of evolve? So as a kid, I was very emotional. I was, uh, you know, anger management issues for sure. 
flip out on the most you know minuscule of of issues and uh i mean i discovered like you know found out about stoicism when i was 19 so it's talking nearly four years ago now and i just watched videos on youtube on it just came up on on youtube and it was something that resonated with me really well because it wasn't this airy fairy philosophy of like what is life and these you know these these questions that may be impossible to answer which is cool too like those those sort of things are, are cool to like think about and you know chat to you know explore but stoicism is like the practical philosophy and when you started to learn about when i started to learn about it and hearing what people are talking like the specific teachings of it it was directly applicable to my life my thoughts my actions like right there right now and so that what that's why i resonated with it and that's why i was able to take a deep dive into it and allow it to be a big part of my life to then get over those sort of anger management uh, issues mm-hmm. or it like I've never had a problem with depression or anxiety. They're probably the big two mental things, but I have had a problem with anger, uh, guilt and shame. So those emotions have been able to, I've been able to transform those emotions into positive ones through t- learning about stoicism Uh and it's like served me. It's like this. This is a practical philosophy that has directly impacted my life and helped me over so many issues that, yeah, I get it on my arm and I want to share it with the world because it's so simple. It's it's so simple and so uh, it, it resonates with with people and they're able to apply it right there and then. That's why I think it's so important. It's not about being fully stoic and about you know completely embodying everything and all about it, like nothing else, like. It's it's a it's a thing to to not sort of take from, but I just, I just find I can take from it all the time, uh, and yeah. I can apply it to most things because you know they, they they do say that stoicism can be quite dull. It's about self control. It's about uh, you know not it's about worrying about what you can control. Not worrying. But it's about understanding what you have control over, putting all your focus and attention onto that, and then discarding, accepting, or just ignoring what is what outside of your control. So other people, you know, outside events. Um, so yeah, it can be, it can be thought of as a dull philosophy, but they, Marcus Aurelius would always talk about gratitude in every moment. And they talked about the spirit, about how contributing to others is a worthy endeavor. They talk about virtue, about the highest good, always doing the right thing, no matter what, which is, you know, it's going to serve your virtue. It's going to make you a more virtuous person, like replacing your vice, like your, your, you know, junk food or your, you know, couch potato. That was my thing, couch potato. Um, and turning it into virtue, which is like self-improvement, which is contribution, uh, which is like, you know, drive and passion. So, um, yeah, stoicism is a very broad topic. There's a lot of different key, key points to to yeah. discuss in it um it's sure. not like one thing but yeah it, it is it's funded on the principle that like yeah you don't have control over things don't worry about it accept those things they are what they are you have control over your thoughts your actions and your will and if you worry about those three things that is more than enough to handle like those three things are three huge things and you know it's about putting all of your attention into those 
And when you do that, like life runs smooth. It, it, it flows better instead of running into brick wall after brick wall, trying to fix things that you don't have control over. Uh, that's the fundamental principle. Yeah. And like in with what you just said there too, and kind of triggering me a little bit, like, and like some of those things I find, like, I mean, I'm actually, you know, quite the same. Like, you know, I had a lot of anger, a lot of guilt and shame growing up. And, um, I think a lot of it was brought on from the passing of my father at a young age, just didn't know how to deal with it. Didn't have maybe the help or guidance I needed at the time, but like that's built into my life as I became like an adolescent and a teenager and shit. But that anger, guilt and shame is actually a different form of, of depression, I think. And that's like, you know, um, a different way of looking at it too, right? It's like sometimes we are like, oh, I'm not, I'm not depressed. I'm just angry. But it's like it's a different. Like, why are you angry? Because these things happen that are really affecting your life. And also, like you're talking about the things we don't have control over. I don't know if it was Marcus Thorelis that said this, or like that I was uh, looking at um, his stuff as well too, but. Um, not even necessarily ignoring the things we don't have control over all the time either, but actually seeing the beauty in it. Like the whole Amora Fati. Amor Fati, yeah. Yeah, Amor Fati. And like the story of like the burning building um, and, yep. and, and, and his business is burning down and instead of like losing the mind and going crazy, He's bringing his family together to look at it and say, look, this, this is, you'll never see this ever again. So Stoicism was founded by a guy called Zeno. Uh, Zeno Critium was like, I think at like 500 maybe BC. Um, he founded this philosophy because he was an entrepreneur with a, a big ship and he was sailing his ship with all these goods on it and the ship sunk and, you know, he lost everything and he needed like a way to deal with it. And that, and like he sort of created, no, yeah, he, he started this train of thought. Uh, so yeah, like, like, yeah, you know, he, he found, he, he found beauty and love and it, in that you could, you could say terrible fate, but in reality, it was an amazing thing that happened to him. Cause then he's now, if he was a successful entrepreneur and just did his thing, maybe we, no one knows about him and he has nothing bigger contribution in the world but because his boat sunk he now can start this train of thought that we now refer to as stoicism and now you know like thousands millions of people two thousand years later can find heaps of value from that which is incredible so like yeah can, can, can we take from that a little bit in our lives absolutely and we see that in the work that you and i are doing um we've found you know, through our physical practice and the things that we do daily um, as ways of dealing with that, like dealing with the shit. And we, we want to share that with people in the world so that they know like that there's, there's ways of dealing with these things in life that you feel like you have no control over. And yep. it's through empower empowerment of yourself physically, mentally, financially, like that's, and you can do those things if you know how to, like, if you have the right mentors and, and people in place to do that. Um, 
No, that's cool, man. That's that's cool hearing your story on yeah. that because you you speak it really well, um, and I appreciate like those things that you share on that. And then the other side of it, you're juggling. So your juggling is just like it's really like through the roof now. Like you're hitting hundred, going for that one hundred throws um, on the five ball juggle, and you know it, it's like you've really connected with it. Like, did you hit it? Did you hit the hundred throws? Not yet. Okay. I got, so you look good in your face. I, got, I was like, I oh man, two days. Hit it. I got two 78 days. though. I went from 58 to 78. That's awesome. That's huge. I did 10, like two full no, not, cycles. Not yet. Today. Two days. It'll, it's coming. Yeah. 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 It's, it, the fireball has been a year in progress at the moment. That's a journey, man. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm on Two that full journey. Right is now. a big deal. Yeah, like so I, I call, I'm on that journey. I call the the three laps, so yeah, yeah, cycle lap, same thing. Um, Fifteen yeah. throws from one hand being like that that number to to reach to say, yeah, okay, I can fireball. But with yeah, with that, like yeah, my goal is the hundred, and that's a cool goal. But it is really just like an arbitrary number thrown out there to try and achieve. The thing that I think is more valuable for people to go for is the consistency. So can you get, like, like for you, Lucas, at the moment, I would say your goal, maybe rather than 15 throws from, like, a hand, should be 10 throws five times more, like, in a row. So you've got 10 catch, 10 catch, 10 catch, 10 catch, 10 catch. That way, it's... Every time you throw that first ball up, you know you can nail it rather than one time you get 15, but the other four times you get two. Yeah. Yeah, it's been helping me a lot. Um, Jordan, actually, he gave me a few kind of guidelines. Like, you need those those guidelines, right? Like, yep. get consistent. Like, I, I really worked at getting consistent on the five-ball flash. It was like five-ball flash, five-ball flash, five-ball flash. Like, that was like, I'm pretty consistent at it now. And it's like, it's been so cool because like i'm just starting to see beyond the fifth ball like now i'm seeing past like five like once you get consistent with like one thing it's like i throw five and then i see the sixth seventh and eighth ball in the air and i'm like anticipating it it's like a really cool uh it's like any of the other juggling processes you know like three ball four ball like you start seeing past the next progression like you have someone lay that out for you so talk a little bit about what you have put together now because you've developed a really cool mentorship and yep. uh it's launched officially now right yeah like so it's, it's yesterday up. yesterday it was it's on it's it's a workplace sort of um format now on it is over 50 juggling tutorials so i've got all the way from one ball because at exalta we, we teach kids and mm-hmm. i think it's it, it like literally anybody can juggle so you know no matter how young you are no matter how old you are no matter how uncoordinated you are you can start into that one ball journey you know it's simple things just like dropping it from one hand catching it you know small little passes side to side little things like this uh will develop your juggling skills and it goes all the way up to five balls heaps of variations in between there's i think there's about 18 in both the three and the four ball so there's a lot of there's probably about three years of juggling progressions in there um depending on where you start out um that's epic there's heaps in there and it's 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 kind of based similar to the way the ATG's done it, where they've got standards to hit, 
mm-hmm. and I've got standards to hit in the, in the mentorship. So if you want to, if you've got like a first goal for each pattern, like what you should be targeting, like, so f- for example, your fireball, like it's that 15 number, that three laps, but then to pass your fireball to be able to say that you like to be able to get the, I'm going to have uh, certificates, like certifications in your, in each level of juggling, like one to five ball, you need to hit 30. Because yeah. that's to that's to like properly say that you that you you got the, the skill. Like I look back to when I got fifteen throws, I'm like I'm like nah, you you can't really fight ball. Uh, <laughs> um, but but within that, so like you know, with the with all the different variations of three ball, there's certain numbers to hit. Um, there's a first goal and a passing goal. So, you know, it's not the passing goal is too distant when you start. Like, you know, you get that first one, cool, all right, I've, I've got the pattern, you know, I've kind of locked it in. And then that passing one's like, okay, I could do this if someone gives me three balls, like I can do Mills Mets, like straight, like I can just hit it. I don't need to be like, oh, wait, hold up, let me let me see if I can get it. Oh, just give me another one, give me another go. It's um, like if you're on stage, perform it, go, like do it. Yeah. Oh, cool. um, when you hit that passing number, you pretty much can, can do it. So, um, and then there's numbers of progressions to go. For example, from three ball, you want to be able to hit a hundred total throws clean without moving your feet, without walking around the room to mm-hmm. then move on to say, okay, now I can start to work on four ball. And then with the four ball, like, you know, certain things like you want to be able to do 50 throws with two balls in one hand in both and then you can then start to work on like your four ball flash and you know like there's there's progressions in there so rather than wondering when do i start like you know okay i hit this target and then now i can move on and now i can work on the next thing Um, yeah yeah that's important man everyone like i mean it's just a human thing you need those targets in mind to know like what you're working for like like what okay why am i doing this oh you're doing it to get to here and when you get to here, you need to be able to demonstrate this before you get to here or, you know, those kind of things. That's really cool, man. Um, and juggling, like, like I, I started juggling, like just before I came to real movement, I just picked up juggling. I was like, man, I can, like, I'd never juggled. Like, I was like, I can juggle. Like I can figure this out. Like I see people juggling and I was like, I was following a lot of the movement culture guys that were like, you know, some of them were doing it. So it's like, you know, it's one of those things of uh, empowering yourself, like finding simple ways to empower yourself. And when it, when it, again, the holistic side to, you know, health and wellness is, you know, the way things are nowadays, everyone's obsessed with losing weight and how do I get started? And I'm not strong enough and I can't touch my toes and juggling is like, man, that's your door in to realizing that there's so much more to this than just, you know, dropping 50 pounds and, you know, focusing on how you look, it's like empower yourself to be able to learn a skill. And that's like, you know, I mean, you've seen that, like you're coaching people now and you're showing people how to juggle. Like how amazing is it when you show someone these skills and then there's three ball juggle and they're like, Holy shit, I can three ball juggle. Like it's it's empowering. It's really cool. It fills my heart as a coach. Yeah. yeah, and to to see those people doing it, like it's something that, that most adults will be able to do within sometimes within a uh, within a one session, sometimes within you know two weeks. Like I had a lady in Exalto, she uh, couldn't juggle; she was really struggling, just throwing two balls up and catching them in the opposite hand. Like 
for the whole first session that we were together. Two, it's been two and a half weeks, and she's got like, I think, 40 or 50 throws juggle, like three ball, and she just smokes like every single time. And it's like that sense of achievement in such a small amount of time is it it gives you such a good sense of achievement and <laughs> it 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 fills their heart i can tell and it fills my heart as well knowing that like i've i've helped in that process um it's a great metaphor for life as well because it's a great metaphor for the gym but also for life because you go from not being able to do something to then being able to do something that that simple transition of me two and a half years ago seeing Keegan fireball and going, what the hell is that? To then now being able to do the fireball, about to get the 100 throws, like, and it's possible. I'm like, okay, well, if it's possible to do that, it's possible to, I don't know, like overhead press my body weight. It's, it's possible yep. to like run a successful business. It's possible, you know, to do so many other things. Uh, that's why I love juggling. That's why I want to teach juggling. And it's not because, because it's all something that anybody can do. You can't, no, no, not anybody within two weeks can can do those things like press your body weight and like whatever it may be. But you can learn to juggle within a short period of time, and there's a never-ending progression list of juggling as well. So it's not like, all right, it's cool, I can juggle now. That's it. It's what's the next thing? What's the next thing? Because that's why life is too. Like, all right, you get you know you achieve your goal, but then what's the next goal now? Because if you just settle there, then then you're stuck, right? So, uh, yeah. yeah, there's always something to move on to. It's it's, it's incredible for a metaphor it's, it, it really the stoic juggler is a metaphor it's not it's not like an ideal it's not like a thing to, to be it's a metaphor for life it's about what can what can, what can learning stoicism and what can learning juggling do for the rest of your life absolutely that's awesome i feel like juggling should be like your first step coming to the gym <laughs> like it is learn, learn is it at exalta well the first thing we do when we come to exalta is you go over to the mindset wall where we've got everyone's hand on the wall and then you write down gratitude, self-love, and then affirmations. And then straight after that, we're juggling. That's, that's the awesome. first thing you do when you come to Exalto. Yeah. Yeah. That's epic. And, yeah. Yeah. And you, yeah, it's easier to be introduced to these very intimidating things once you knock something down like juggling. Like you've knocked something down like juggling, you're like, I can handstand. Why am I intimidated yeah. by handstand? I can do that. I can press my body weight. What if, I don't care. I can, I can juggle. Um, so that's really yeah. cool, man. Um, yeah. So, yeah, another thing I just wanted to touch on too, man, is um, like at Exalto, you guys do have a very pumping youth program. And that's been really yeah. cool to watch. Um, empowering today's youth. It is something that is not being done what I think, you know, and what I believe real movement, you know, like we empowering the youth to know how important physical activity is and, and how you can, you know, basically believe in yourself through physical activity. Um, you guys are running a wicked program. Um, but just wanted to talk about like, you know, what it's like training youth and is there any like common, like, obviously, you're always going to talk about your wins, too. But, like, um, what are, like, some common roadblocks with that, too? Because that's kind of an interesting thing to think about is, like, you know, uh, you know, training with the younger groups and stuff. Like, how do you approach things a bit differently than you do with the adults? Yeah, so 
you know, working with the kids, none of them have ever done weights before. It's, you know, we work with adults that have done, most of them have done some sort of training before. So it's about, you know, trying to change that sort of pattern or, you know, change the way that they're used to with kids. It's a, it's a blank slate. And so it's about creating the positive relationship to exercise and sort of healthy habits from the start rather than having to like change bad ones into good ones. It's about trying to get off on the right track to begin with. Uh, de- developing that can be difficult. Like some kids are already stuck in the video game mindset. They don't want to do anything to play video games. Um, yeah. And that can be the challenging one. Like some of them just don't like to use their bodies because they never have before. Um, that can be a, that can be a challenge getting them to do that. But you know, we it's with especially with the younger ones, we you know incorporate good, like games activities like this where they don't un- don't really get that they're, they're doing exercise like they don't really get it like they, they just want to win the game and in doing that they're getting stronger and you know sk- more skillful like we do competitions the juggling and things like that and so it's a good yeah, way to kind of cool. sneak that in yeah um, like sim- like literally simply sometimes it's like how high can you stack these boxes we got like you know the 24 inch the 20 inch the 12 inch it's like how high can you stack it and like you actually look at that i'm, I'm putting myself in their shoes going Imagine if that was a box like my height, like, and I've got to put this box on top of another box, my height. It's actually a pretty good workout. And I'm thinking <laughs> like, but it's, but they love it. They, they want to, you know, they're, and, it, and it's also like that problem solving as well. Um, it's yeah. getting them to kind of problem solve. Like we do like sort of Ninja Warrior courses and like, you know, things where they have to really think about what they're doing, um, what the best way to achieve this is. Like with the box stacking, it's like, if you put the smaller boxes on first, it's going to be harder to get those bigger boxes on top. So they figure out, oh, now I've got to put the bigger box on the big box. So then I can then go to put the smaller box on top. So little things like this um, are ways you can kind of sneak that, that type of training in. Um, That's cool, man. Yeah. You need to do that with, with them if, they, if they're used to just sitting down playing video games all day. Um, yeah. And they, like, they don't really want to do, do cyclist squats and chin-ups. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, you know what? Like, uh, adults are very engaged like that too, right? Like, I, I'm sure you guys probably do that kind of stuff with the adult program too, is like those little challenges. Yeah. That's mainly yeah. for our skills. We do that. Like, we do, uh, yeah. Game of tens is an incredible game for anyone. Like, like, anybody listening, if you're a coach and you're doing juggling, you've got to incorporate this into your group classes. It's a game where anybody can win because it's all relative to how you juggle. So the game of tens is basically first person to 10. And you, everyone has their own like trick. So for me, for example, I'm like on Saturday, yesterday we were doing this with the adults and they love it. It hones your skills in like nothing else. Um, The adults love this competition. So for me, I get one point if I throw 10 balls from the right hand and then catch it with the five ball. But then... For the other person, it may be doing a four-ball flash catch is one point. And then the other person may be like 10 throws in their three-ball. And like, you know, it, it, there's a lot of different, you know, wherever you're at. And then cool. you say go. And then it's like a loud scoreboard. So you get it, you go one, get it again, two, like on and on. And uh, and then so anybody can win. And then if you win, you have to like make your pattern a little bit, you know, more more tricky. So then it's harder for you. Um, it can take a little bit of fiddling sometimes to get the right thing for each person. But once you get it, there's nothing like that. Like, especially with the adults, like you hone in your skills to a different level. Like you've got to 
it's stoicism, right? You've got to block out the external world and you've got to focus on yourself. If you're worried about the other person being at eight and you're at seven, you're like, you're not getting to eight like because you're freaking out. If you're trying to rush it you, because you want to get there first, you're going to drop the balls and you end up going to be slower. So um, we do that one all the time with the adults and they, they love it. They say that it's, it's the best, best way to progress their skills because it's also what it does is it works on that, that idea of consistency rather than intensity. Rather than trying to get a PB, they're working on that consistent juggle at a lesser amount of throws and like banking it each time and then uh, and honing, like really honing in in that pressure environment. Um, yeah, cool. try that. If you, if, you, if you listen to this and you're a coach and you know, do that sort of stuff, like do it. Like it's, 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 it's mind blowing how much people love that game, like how, how engaged the adults will be and how much it will progress their skills as well. And that's, I think, one of the things that, like, we're really um, connect, like, things that really excite us as, like, adults and stuff is, like, doing, finding ways to do things under pressure because it, like, makes you feel, like, so alive. Like, yeah, like, we've done that with some of the military crew. Sometimes we've done, like, um, task operational specific circuits where it's, like, this is the scenario you got to do this for this amount of time. It's like when you create that like environment of like under pressure, it's like people thrive and they're like, man, that was amazing. My heart's pounding. Cause it's like, it's like yeah. feeling that feeling, right. That maybe you just haven't had in a long time. It's like, now you're, you're alive in this world and you're here right now. Yeah. It's amazing. Thing. You know what? I got to throw in another one to say, I just rem- reminded me as well. I'll get, you get one, like after a sort of set of juggling, everyone stands around you go, okay, like all eyes on you, you get one opportunity, show us what you got, like whatever you skill you're just working on, like, like show us. And then the whole room's watching this one person, one go, if they drop it, who cares, move on next person. And so everyone in the class gets like their five, 10 seconds of fame. And if they stuff up the stuff up, but it brings you that, like you're in that present moment, you're so centered pressures on. And, you know, you see some people count themselves out before they get started. Like, Oh no, I didn't even get this, but okay, whatever. And they do. And then they do it because everyone's watching. Uh, that could, that's a great way to hone in the skills as well, and it, it's a good good bit of like you're saying, like pressure, and it brings it gets you alive, like you really get fired up for it, yeah. um, and it, it brings yeah. you out of your shell sometimes. If you're a a bit shyer person, you like to juggle by the wall, and you know, so no one can see, mm-hmm. like it, yeah, it changes that. Yeah, handstands like that too. I found that was I, I was always like a handstand in the corner, away from everyone, kind of person, maybe because of my environment or whatever, but. Yeah, when you handstand in front of people too, it's like, holy shit, this is terrifying. But you're like, you get over it and then you're like, you empower yourself so much when you like nail that handstand in front of like a group of people. It's like really cool. Yeah. But um, yeah, that was, that was a great chat, bro. Like, I appreciate you sharing all that. And I was looking forward to just even chatting with you and getting deeper into what I already know about you and, and learning how that all started. Like, um, that's awesome. Um, if, if you want to uh, let everyone know that's listening, like where to uh, look you up on your socials and, and um, what you got going on with the mentorship program. So sweet. Uh, yeah. So I've got at the stoic juggler, just um, no dots or anything like that. Just the stoic juggler on Instagram. That's the best place to contact me. I'm you know, always replying to messages and things like that. That's where you can find out more information about the, the mentorship. Um, you know, yeah, that that's at the moment that's the only place to find me. But uh, it's a great place. Um, I'm posting as much 
content as I can on there, providing as much value. You know, there's stoic teachings on there all the time. There's juggling tutorials, little snippets, and um, and sort of like the mindset of juggling, like like the things that we're talking about today of like you know how to better your juggling progress from the from like the more juggling philosophy side of things, not just like how to throw the ball, but like what to what to be thinking about or the way to practice the more like these sort of conversations around juggling, uh, not just like the straight up black and white tutorials on, on what to do. I think that stuff sort of stuff has been, has progressed to me the most in my juggling. Like I was, I was self-taught for a year and a half before going to Exalto and I was, I got like th- had three, three ball progressions and I was just doing straight up four ball at that time, a year and a half in. But I know that like, and then as soon as I went to Exalto, I was around Ryan Collins, physical arts athlete, you know, Jordan Potts, like um, it was, it accelerated my, my progress because I was having those sort of conversations. Oh, how do you get better? What do you think about how to train for juggling? The mindset behind it, the philosophy behind it, like what, th- like that sort of stuff. Um, and having mentorship as well, like having someone better than me at juggling, showing me different tricks and what's sort of possible. And we challenge each other, like, we both couldn't do something like Ryan and I were very like similar. Like we both were struggling with a certain pattern or we never, both had never done a certain pattern, but because we were both going for it, we were able to get it. And it's like, okay, we did like first person to get this trick buys, buys each other, buys both of us breakfast or whatever. And so having that sort of mentorship and someone really trying to push you to the next level, like I'm always getting people saying like, Oh, four balls really intimidating. Like I can just, I've just learned three, but I'm here going, no, like I know you can do four. Just start to practice. Like if you've got the hundred throws, you've got that standard sweet. Start start to practice. Like I, I took too long progressing my juggling. I because I had no one telling me what I'm capable of and had no one there guiding my journey. I was a much slower. In, like I'm two and a half years in doing five ball. Like I think I could have been doing that within a year, maybe a year and a half. Like you, well, you're doing ten throws on the right, been juggling for what just just over a year. In a couple of years, like I, I learned how to do three ball, and then I kind of like sat on it for a bit, you know. Yeah, yeah. And it was like yeah. I was like, yeah, no. Again, it was no one was pushing me and showing me the next step. And um, yeah. yeah, like when I came real movement, it was like four ball, and then it was like this, and then it was like five ball, and then I'm like, holy crap! Like yeah. I could have been going hard. Yeah. Like having someone there with with your standards, with your numbers, and then saying no, mm-hmm. like just start to try it. Like I was so intimidated to get to hold five balls in my hand. Jordan, Jordan's just like. You need to work on five ball flash. Just do it. I was like, no, I want to do it. Like, I want to do three ball snake. I want to do like, I want to do like four ball cross. I want to take it real slow. And he's like, no, yeah. get five balls in your hand and start strong. And it, and it was the best piece of advice ever. And I think he said the same thing to me because I was doing that too. I was doing, I, I sent him a clip of four ball cross and snake. He was like, yeah, that's cool, man, but just throw five balls. And I was like, <laughs> okay. Yeah, okay. <laughs> and then it, yeah, throwing well, five balls is like, oh, this is actually easier than those two then but yeah uh, that's cool man and so that's uh, what the mentorship is that it's it's based on yeah. that it's based on like there's an entry level which is like super cheap currently it's just 20 bucks a month and that's just for basic tutorials and then the juggling certifications um and mm-hmm. stoic teachings but then like to get that sort of mentorship level where it's like it's basically like online training personal training online for juggling like getting super deep into you know exactly how you need to throw the balls exactly the, the patterns to learn exactly the progressions that you want to work on next and like the, you know, the technique feedback where you send in videos and, and I'll, I'll, you know, correct the technique on the juggling 
and like live Zoom calls to talk about stoicism, how it's incorporated into your life, how you're finding connecting, juggling and stoicism together. All of that sort of stuff is at like a um, more premium rate. So there's kind of those two options there for you. And um, I know how powerful it can be. And I'm over the moon to be able to live life on my terms, to be able to live the life that I want to live, to be able to teach the only two things in, in the world that I really, really care about. Like the, these are the top two concepts in my life. Like they're the two running themes over the past three years that has been fundamental to my self-development. I know how much value I can add to people. I know how much it's, it, those two things have val- added value to my life. So I'm over the moon that I get to share this with everyone else. So if you're up for it, the Stoic Juggler, Instagram, send me a DM. Awesome. Thank you for sitting down with me and uh, chatting, Connor. Look forward to your uh, growth and development in the next year, man. Thank you, Lucas. Really appreciate it. Cheers. Cheers.